This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Congratulations to Dewan Gay. By a wide margin, the write-in candidate, a Democrat, has won the Ward 6 automatic seat in the city of Annapolis. Gay was disqualified from participating in the Democrat primary on a technicality. His forms were missing a signature. However, he mounted a very aggressive write-in campaign against the Democratic candidate, Yanis Kakayani, and he came out victorious. The unofficial results show Gay with 202 votes, Yanis Kakayani with 61 votes, and Republican challenger George Gallagher with 46 votes in third place. All in all, there was a 17.1% turnout in Ward 6, which is better than I had predicted and expected, and the results of this certainly are way different than I had thought it might turn out. The write-in votes still do need to be certified, and any absentee ballots counted along with provisional ballots, but it seems to be a mathematical impossibility that it will have any kind of an effect on the end results. Once certified, Gay will be sworn into office by Mayor Gavin Buckley, and he will likely take his seat either at the second council meeting in July or the first council meeting in September, as the Annapolis City Council is in recess during August. Again, congratulations to Dewan Gay, the new alderman for Ward 6 in the city of Annapolis. Yesterday, Ann Colt Leitis had announced that Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan and his Office of Crime Control and Prevention has awarded the county a grant of $100,000. She intends to provide a new prosecutor to work with the prosecutorial team and the City of Annapolis and Anne Arundel County Police Departments to ensure that gun offenders are held accountable. Leitis said in the past year, the Anne Arundel County State's Attorney's Office prosecuted cases where guns were used in eight murders and 17 attempted murders, and this position will be used solely to assist with crimes involving violence and guns. A little bit of a delayed news, but in Anne Arundel County, the county council passed a workforce housing bill. And what this does is it sort of relaxes some of the zoning regulations for workforce housing. Workforce housing is a little bit lower price than what we typically see around here. And developers will have to build homes that have at least 40% of the home ownership units that will have household occupants with an income that does not exceed 100% of the median income in the area. That's at about $100,000 right now per year. As far as apartments go, at least 60% of the rental units must have a household occupants with an income that doesn't exceed 60% of the median income. To go along with the workforce housing legislation, there was a fair housing legislation that would add in citizenship as well as source of income as reasons that you could not discriminate in renting somebody. We talked about this, but there is a lot of miscommunication on that, and this does not force you to accept Section 8 vouchers. All this does is it prevents you from refusing to rent to somebody because they have Section 8 vouchers. You can have other requirements to rent your house or apartment, and anybody that applies for them will need to meet them. You just cannot turn them down specifically for citizenship or their source of income, along with their race, religion, sex, all that kind of stuff as well. Now, what I thought was kind of interesting as this was being discussed, County Councilman Nathan Volke presented nearly 20 different amendments to that bill. The council went through the first two, and then they all voted in favor of blocking the rest from the debate. So they never heard 18 of the amendments that he put on there. I think that was a little bit short-sighted on the part of the council. 
However, it did go after midnight on Monday night, and they did not get a vote in on the fair housing legislation, and that now has been postponed until the next county council meeting. As George Young will tell you in a few minutes, it's going to be hot here for the next couple days, and Anne Arundel County has opened up their cooling centers through Sunday. If you are not sure where the cooling centers are, today and today only, it will be the senior centers that will be open. The Annapolis Senior Centers, as well as the Anne Arundel County Senior Centers. Today, Friday, and Saturday, all of the libraries will act as cooling centers. So that's where you would go for today, Friday, or Saturday. And today through Sunday, it would be all of the police stations, the northern, eastern, western, and southern districts. Any resident that does require transportation to any cooling center can contact the Office of Transportation at 410-222-0022. All the cooling centers are accessible. They're air-conditioned. They have water and restroom facilities. Pets are not allowed. Children must be accompanied by an adult at all times, so you cannot drop your child off to be babysat. All right, that does wrap it up for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. And as we told you yesterday, this is not only Wednesday, but it is also Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday because we decided we are state employees and taking off Friday as well. So we do have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes coming up in a little bit. And of course, as we always do, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. And we're going to have our picks for things to do this weekend, which will include the 4th of July. Hang tight. All that coming up in just a second. Here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention. To the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas. To the EMT working full time and taking night classes. To the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe. Here's to you, our hometown heroes. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman and president of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us. Men and women who serve without expecting anything in return which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, healthcare workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SeverinBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, July 3rd. Temps across all of Anne Arundel County jumped back into the 90s yesterday, and they'll likely stay there today through Saturday or Sunday as high pressure continues to dominate much of the eastern half or even two-thirds of the country. Therefore, look for highs today through the weekend to stay in the 90s each day and also expect possible p.m. thunderstorms each day as well as heat and humidity bring a daily chance of convective storms across the region. So be sure to stay tuned for updates from Eye on Annapolis and DMV Weather as storms could impact various fireworks shows and other outdoor events tonight through the weekend as we move into the holiday mode for the next several days. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great long holiday weekend out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. 
What you might not know about is Macmedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. This weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, at the Jug Bay Wetland Sanctuary, is their Citizen Science Open House. Explore the amazing volunteer opportunities at Jug Bay. The open house includes stations describing roles with animal husbandry, box turtle telemetry, bird counts, pollinator monitoring and inventory, canoe trip leading, vernal pool ecology, naturalist, visitor center roles, and many more. Sunday in Annapolis is this month's first Sunday Arts Festival. Always a great chance to get downtown and check out some great local artists. This week at the Chesapeake Children's Museum, on Sunday is a teddy bear tea party. Bring a fuzzy friend for iced tea and lemonade. They'll be making festive party hats. And also, all next week, they're having their kitchen convo, where they'll be teaching American Sign Language while you cook and dine on pita pizzas, banana ice cream, turkey meatballs, deviled eggs, fruit kebabs, and lots of fresh veggies. This is for ages 5 to 10, and of course the accompanying adults. And also don't miss Chesapeake Children's Museum's weekly Thursday Creek Critters, Nature Walk, and their Friday Art and Storytime. All next week at Whole Foods in Annapolis is their Culinary Camp, Session 1, for ages 9 through 17. Chef Alva Johnson will teach young chefs the art of cooking. Each young chef will work with the team in an unforgettable five-day hands-on experience, covering the fundamentals and laying the ground work they need to be safe and creative in the kitchen, concluding with a chopped style finale. This week at Local by Design, Ray of Light Studios has a couple of classes this week. Tuesday they have James and July, drawing lessons on three July Tuesdays. On Wednesdays they have their About Face Drawing Workshop, teaching the fundamentals of drawing the human face. And later on Wednesday they have Make Summer Sea Glass. Learn how to make your own faux sea glass jewelry out of polymer clay. This week at Art Farm in Annapolis, on Tuesday they're having a sketch night with the theme of Black Light by the Bay. This is a monthly sketch night. This month Charles Lawrence from FinArt will lead the show with a bay-themed still life lit with black lights. Neon pencils and black paper will be available, or you can bring your own day glow paints, watercolors, or markers. If you want to sip while you work, feel free to BYOB. On Wednesday at Art Farm is their adult intro to improv summer camp. This 10-week course continues and offers a different standalone lesson each week. Jump in and out as often as you like. You won't miss out. And all next week at Art Farm, celebrating their sixth year, the Fearless Girls Photo Camp is back. For beginners ages 10 through 13, this week-long camp will discuss what it means to be a fearless photographer, build confidence in young photographers, and have interactive demos and go out into Annapolis and try different shooting techniques. Next week at Pongo's Learning Lab and Coder Kids Club in Crofton, they have two great summer camps. Their first one is their Coder Kids Camp. This camp is pretty much all code all the time. Kids will be evaluated on the first day of camp to find out what their interests are and their experience. Some kids will enjoy a fast-paced curriculum where they can learn languages like Scratch, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and possibly Python, Java, and Lua. Other kids will enjoy code readiness camps, working with Scratch Junior, and programming some robots. 
Their other camp they have going on all next week is their YouTube Star Summer Camp. Kids will learn internet safety and how to make their own videos. Working with groups of two to three, they will plan, storyboard, and script their videos. Then they will rehearse, record, and edit their videos. And next week at Annapolis Makerspace, on Monday is our weekly electronics class. Tuesday is our monthly sewing and fiber arts meetup. If you knit, sew, weave, crochet, or have any interest in learning, just drop by. And as with every week, Wednesday is our regular woodworking open house night. And Thursday is our electronics open house night. And if you have any questions about Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at Trevor at makeannapolis.org or just drop me a line to let me know what we could be doing better. You can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. He started to get down on one knee, and I saw the ring, and I saw him, and um, I honestly don't know that I said yes right on the back. She didn't say anything. <laughs> she was just shaking for a little while, and then I think you said yes eventually. Yeah, I guess I did. I hope so. <laughs> I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was John and Michelle's story of yes. For a chance to win a beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced, forever marked tribute collection diamond pendant, share your story at astoryofyes.com. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit iAnnapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. It is Friday on a Wednesday. Hey, we've got lots going on here, and most of it is tomorrow for the 4th of July, and actually, it is my absolute favorite day of the year. I go over to the Peca House first thing in the morning. It is open free all day for everybody for tours of the Peca House and the gardens, but what you want to do is get there at 9 a.m. because they have a naturalization ceremony at the William Peca House and Garden right in the back of the house. If you've never seen this, this is such a beautiful way to celebrate the 4th of July. They'll have dozens of immigrants that are taking the oath of allegiance to the United States. They usually have somebody from the government there to administer the oath. Usually it's an undersecretary or sometimes a cabinet secretary. But to sit there and see brand new citizens and their families, what they've contributed to the country in the times that they've been here, swear their allegiance to the United States in the garden of a signer of the Declaration of Independence on Independence Day is one of the most powerful things you're ever going to see. I highly recommend that 9 a.m. tomorrow morning at the William Peca House and Gardens. It is, again, free, and the gardens and the house will be open for the rest of the day. All right, let's talk parades and fireworks. All the firework displays will go off about 9.15 to 9.30, so that's the time you want to shoot for if you want to see fireworks. But tonight, up at Sherwood Forest, if you have a friend that lives in Sherwood Forest, suck up to them, go and watch their fireworks. It's amazing. It gets underway at 7.30 p.m. If you do not have a friend there, find somebody with a boat and head on up there and check that out from the water. Watermark Cruises is doing a trip up there on the Harbor Queen. They have some spaces still left, so you can get on board the boat there. I think it's 20 bucks. A lot of fun. They will have food and booze on board that you can purchase. Tomorrow, the big day, gets underway in the morning, 10 a.m. London Town opens up. They're having all sorts of recreations throughout the day. Shadyside has a parade at 10 a.m., and it's a wonderful little hometown parade. The most downtown hometown Mayberry parade you're going to find in the area is Galesville at 1 p.m. Bicycles with the cards in the spokes, fire trucks, tractors. It's, it's a throwback to a different era. Galesville is an incredible parade. A little bit later on, we've got Annapolis. Our parade gets underway at 6.30. We do have fireworks. Again, we'll be starting at about 9.15 or 9.30. 
There is a Navy band concert in between there as well. If you are in D.C., that is an all-day affair. Fireworks will get underway about 9.30, but President Trump's salute to America will be getting underway at about 7 p.m. Baltimore as well in the Inner Harbor. Their festivities get started at 7 with fireworks again about 9.30. I got a two-part suggestion for you, a Friday and a Saturday. Starts out on Friday, July 5th from 5 to 7 at McGarvey's. And you can celebrate with the Chesapeake Bayhawks and Bud Light. And WRNR will be there. They'll be broadcasting live. Get a chance to meet some players, perhaps a cheerleader, maybe even their mascot. And win one of the golden giveaways from Bud Light. Well, What's the golden giveaway? That's a ticket for you and three of your friends, so four of you, to see the Chesapeake Bayhawks game the following day, which will be on Saturday. That will include transportation to the game in a limousine. It will include admission to the field in the Bud Light zone. It will include Bud Light. It will include a Bayhawks penny. And all you need to do is to hashtag all in at Bud Light and at Bayhawks to win or show up at McGarvey's from 5 to 7. With that said, the Chesapeake Bayhawks are taking on the Atlanta Blaze on Saturday night at 7 p.m. at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Tickets are still available. You can get them at Bayhawks.com. And rounding out the weekend on Sunday, it almost snuck up on us, but it is the first Sunday of July, and that means it is time for the first Sunday Arts Festival, as it always is. It gets underway at 11 a.m., it goes till about 5 p.m., and this is on the first block of West Street. It continues a little bit up toward the Graduate Annapolis Hotel and a little bit down on Calvert Street as well. Hundreds of vendors, lots of bands, lots of fun. The weather looks to be pretty good this weekend, if not a little bit hot, but definitely get out there, stroll West Street, support our local businesses, and have fun. Hey, and don't forget about Saturday and our our Legacy Business Spotlight Series. They do release every Saturday at noon. And coming up this Saturday, Annapolis Marine Art. That does wrap it up for the weekend. Again, a reminder, we're not going to be here tomorrow or Friday. We will see you on Monday. We definitely want to see you on Monday. So whatever you do this weekend, make sure you do it safe, especially if you're getting out in the water. Wear your flotation devices. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Have a wonderful 4th of July. And we'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.